Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. This is your Mystical Matchmaker, Marla Martinson. Oh, my gosh. Um, We're in February already, the month of love. And I just, you know what, trying to adjust my my headphones here. All right, you guys. (laughs) Okay. So I'm doing a bunch of love uh, focused um, videos on YouTube and conversations here on the podcast. And today I have a fantastic guest for you. Her name is Karen Cripolani. And we're going to talk about how she manifested her soulmate and a bunch of other stuff. And she has some cool things to share with you, things that you can use and um to manifest in your own life. Karen is the co-founder of the award-winning app development companies, Beauty Everywhere and Ocean House Media. She's been focused on the art of conscious manifestation for over 20 years. She's authored the breakthrough apps, I Am Bliss, Manifest Your Soulmate, and Be Manifesting Meditations. In early 2020, she released the Be Manifestation Kit. I can't wait to talk to her about that to encourage the development of self-love practices. As a manifestation coach, theta healer, and Reiki practitioner, Karen finds joy in uplifting and inspiring others to live their best lives filled with purpose, happiness, and love. And she believes that by focusing on positive desires and seeing the beauty in every situation, anyone can bring about the manifestation of their greatest dreams. So she used her proven law of attraction techniques to manifest true love, overcome fertility issues. She's traveled through six continents, created a multi-million dollar business, and healed from a brain tumor diagnosis. I have to ask her about that. She's been happily married to her best friend and partner and soulmate since 2006. And I'm just going to bring Karen on right now. Marla. Hello, Karen. Hey, hi. Hi, Marla. <laughs> so nice Thanks to talk to you. Thank you for having me yes. here. You guys, we, we connected on LinkedIn and, and then decided I have to have her on, on the Mystical Matchmaker podcast. <laughs> oh, you're so awesome. So, I so appreciate it. Yay. So, Karen, all right, tell us before we get into all the amazing stuff you do, talk to us about your story a brain tumor diagnosis and, and fertility yes. issues. What? Yeah. Tell us what, tell us the story. <laughs> well, my goodness, there's so much to share. Well, um, I, I discovered like the law of attraction and, and the power of manifesting um, back in, I want to say it was the late nineties, early two thousands. And I was an actress living in Los Angeles 
And one of my favorite things to do was to go hang out in like the Bodhi tree and any metaphysical bookstore. And I'd find all these amazing books, you know, the game of life and how to play it or the course in miracles. And um, one day I was, I was, I was living in Venice and there's this little store called Audrey's good vibrations. And I, I went in there and it was my first time in the shop and there's so many beautiful things like flower essences and essential oils and beautiful books. And I didn't even know where to begin. So the gal helped me with a pendulum read and she, she guided me to this tape cassette. It was way back in the days of audio cassettes. And um, Mm -hmm. she, it was by somebody named Abraham and I had no idea who that was. And actually she didn't either, but she's like, I, you're just supposed to listen to this. So I went, got in my car and I was driving to an audition. I I remember distinctly driving over the 405 freeway and I put the cassette tape in my, in my car player. I was in a geo tracker (laughs) And um, all of a sudden, it's like, it's amazing how those things like stick in your mind when you had like these really transformational experiences in your life, you know? So um, I popped that tape in and all of a sudden, Esther Hicks starts talking and the words of Abraham are like ringing through me so strong. It's like such truth is hitting me. And I was, I was laughing hysterically and crying hysterically at the same time. Cause it was just one of those like huge moments in your life where it hits you like, this is it. And yep. that got me started on, on the law of attraction and, and really calling things in and like attracts like, and your thoughts create your experience. And that was a huge moment for me. So that really started me out on my path of discovery. And, um, my, the biggest, when I was living in LA, my biggest manifestation was definitely my husband. Um, he, I, I was, it was later in life. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in LA, time just kind of stands still. <laughs> Everyone looks beautiful and, yeah. and ageless. And, and, um, but my sisters were all back East and they, they were all having children and you can see time passing when you, when you watch those children right. grow. So <laughs> yep. I remember being home for Christmas one year, and um, this was in 2005. And in my family, I'm the oldest of five. All my younger siblings were married. And my three sisters all had babies. And we had one had triplets. So... <laughs> We had five yeah. and 05. That's like a family motto, five and 05. And, um, <laughs> and my mom, my mom said to me, I guess you just don't want to get married or have kids. And I was like, what? <laughs> that, is, that is so not the truth. I do. I do. <laughs> and I don't know, it kind of like devastated me to, to hear that. Cause I was really, I wanted to find that someone. So mm-hmm. when I got home, um, that was for Christmas, and I got home back to Los Angeles, and I'm like, I have got to get to work because I am 30. I was 35 years old. And I'm like, I want to mm-hmm. find my guy. So um, I started doing all sorts of practices and little rituals and to call him in. And um, 
and it worked, and it worked quickly. And um, oh wow, I'm, I'm <laughs> happy to share them with you if you'd like. And yes, please share um, some with these now. Now I have to say, uh, cut in here for a second um, because I also, well, I'm in in LA now. I I also came to Los Angeles. I was an actress for 20 years. My first mm-hmm. spiritual book was The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scovel <gasps> Shin, which it. I got, which I bought at the Bodhi Tree in I think oh. 1990. <laughs> Yeah, and I used to hang out there too. And then I got my book, Course of Miracles, there as well. Yes. And I used to go listen to Marianne Williamson speak in Hollywood before she was yes. famous. And and that was I was doing the same exact thing. It's so cool. I like. Did you so, did you go um, to Agape? Yes. Did you ever go yes, to Agape? For many years. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, many, I, many, I years, um, for many started years. going there. Where, did you when when I first started going, they were meeting in in. Um, Santa Monica in a school's auditorium, mm-hmm. and that's mm. when I first met, I, I met started, um, I Reverend started Michael. Going in 2001. Yeah, yeah, I started going in 2001, so they were already in Culver City, and, and, and now Culver they're City, in yeah. uh, Beverly Hills. They ha- they're using the Bever- a, a, a theater in Beverly Hills because they lost. I don't know what happened to that okay. Culver City, City location. How come they had to leave? But I know they were. Oh, you know, I didn't so, realize that. Yep, they're not there yeah, anymore. Yeah, I used to live right down place. the street from there. I didn't. Oh, what a shame! Because that was that was a great spot, but but I guess they're more central yep. in in Beverly Hills. So yeah. Well, I love it. We were on very similar paths. We we're on the same similar paths, except I was one of those ones that I did not want to have kids. Um, men, yes, I got married three times. <laughs> so <laughs> like I liked the partner part. I manifested a lot of those, but. So tell us now, when you were doing your manifesting for your guy, because a lot of my listeners are single, hoping to call in their soulmate, um, were you using some of the Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks uh, processes, or what? Give us a couple of things that you did that um, was I was working. for sure, yeah. Well, I'm a huge believer in um, positive affirmations, and mm-hmm. and um, I would do a lot of those. I I, I also. I say that there's four keys to manifesting. Um, it's your thoughts, your emotions, your grateful heart, and your surrender. So I, mm. um, I did stuff like I made my list of all the, the, all the things that I wanted and I didn't want in my relationship. And I really got clear with my intentions of what I wanted. And, um, and I released a lot of the things that I, that I don't want. So Abraham talks a lot about that. Like, focusing on what you want, not what you don't want. And um, I sent those away with blessings and love. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I really tried to visualize on what it was that I did want. And, and a huge part of manifesting is acting as if, like really getting your emotions into it. You, you can't just like make this list and like think the positive thoughts and everything. So you really have to feel what it feels like as if it already has happened. So um, I would get really clear and I'd, <laughs> I'd do really silly things. Like I was living in this little guest house in Westchester and um, it, it came furnished. There, were, there was this bed that had like a, a mirror on the backboard and um, mm-hmm. I would look at myself in the mirror and I would do all my mirror affirmations and, I would look really deep into my eyes, which is a very awkward 
practice to do because, you know, you're not used to looking into your own eyes and it's very intimate. You might be, you might be used to looking into a lover's eyes and that feels super mm-hmm. comfortable and warm and fuzzy. But when you look into your own, it, it's a little um, shocking at first. So you have to kind of get used to it. So I would look at myself deep into my eyes in the mirror and I would, I would say these beautiful loving things to myself. Like I was talking to my lover, like my lover was talking it back to me, you know? And so I would tell myself how, you know, kind and loving and beautiful and smart and, and how, what a joy it was to, you know, be in relationship with myself. It was more like a love affair Mm -hmm. with myself and um, practicing these self love techniques. So I would do that. I, and then acting as if and really getting my emotions into it, I would do silly things like um, I got a big king size pillow and I would have that lying down next to me when I would go to sleep at night and I would talk to my pillow. I would, I would be really Mm -hmm. goofy (laughs) and (laughs) pretend that, you know, you gotta, you gotta act as if. So I pretend that that was my guy lying next to me and I would, I would Mm -hmm. talk to him. Did you give him a name or just say honey? (laughs) I would just say like honey. Yeah. And love. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, no, I didn't want to attach any name to it um, because right. that's another, like when you release and you surrender, you, you just got to give it to God and like bring me yeah. whatever is meant to be. And so I try not to label anything too much mm-hmm. um, and be detached from that. But, and even, and, even and in my the, list, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, um, even my list, I wanted list. to be detached. Yeah. Cause um you can put out there like all the things that you want. And on my list, I had um, played an instrument because I, I love to sing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I wanted somebody who could play an instrument. And I also wanted somebody who um, could um, speak another language, both mm-hmm. because those are holes in my own, you know, thing that I would like, I wish for myself that I knew how to play mm-hmm. an instrument and I wish for myself that I knew how to speak another language and, and I knew, Oh, I should just go out and learn these myself, <laughs> but I'd love to call <laughs> it in, in a, in a, <laughs> in a lover. <laughs> so those yeah. are on my list along with okay. many other things. But um, if I didn't release that list to the universe, and I had said, oh, I have to have everything on, these, on this list, I would have missed my husband because he does not play an instrument and he does not speak another language. But he pretty okay. much has everything else that was on my list, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, and and a, so what a good what, lesson uh, for me. What, in lang- what, what language are you learning now? And, <laughs> and are you still singing? <laughs> I'm still singing. And um, I'm, uh-huh. I'm trying to learn Spanish. So when, uh-huh. when, you, when you don't have it in your own life and you don't get it in your spouse, you kind of <laughs> wish it on your kids. Oh, <laughs> so cute. I put my oh, children. Yeah. <laughs> I put my children in a DLI, pro, a, a um, dual language immersion program. I'm like, uh-huh. okay. I, and I'm, I'm trying to learn Spanish myself as well. But um I figured, well, you know this what? Is so funny. Okay, li- listen to this. So my husband is a 
professional musician. That's what he is. He's, he's a music man. That's what he's done all his life. Ew. And he's from Mexico. He's from Mexico City. So we're speaking Spanish all and the he time. Spanish. <laughs> That's I so it. funny. I got your guy. You I got, got those your traits too. from your guy. <laughs> I think so. It flew over to my list. Your your instruments and language. <laughs> I, I I think for sure our paths crossed back in L.A. years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. We've got so much in common. Um, so I awesome. So then you, how long did you? How long since you know you started those processes? Then did he? Did he? What's his first name? Michelle. Your his husband. name is Michelle. Michelle. So Michelle. He is French. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is French. He is French Canadian. Well, he's half French and half Indian, which was another Ooh, manifestation beautiful. because I I always felt. Um, well, the funny thing about the language is, he actually did speak French, only French, for his first four years mm-hmm. of life because his mo- mother only spoke French to him. So I kind of mm-hmm. got it, but <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I think I wasn't clear enough. I didn't say I right. wanted to speak the language now. <laughs> I, I only said he needed to speak another language, but I needed to be more clear with the universe. Oh, um, but yeah, awesome. when he was four and he was going to his mother to translate for his father, because he wasn't communicating mm-hmm. in English with his father. He was only trying to communicate in French. And then his dad was like, forget it. There's no more French. We only can speak English. So he lost all his mm. French, unfortunately. But um, uh-huh. did he did he grow up in Canada? He was born in Montreal, and then mm-hmm. he grew up all over the place. He was in New Jersey when he was real young, and then he was in um, in Southern California, Orange County, and then his family. His dad traveled a lot. He was an engineer, and he was in South Korea for a couple of years. He was in Perth, Australia, mm-hmm. for a couple of years. And then back in Southern mm-hmm. California, and he ended up going to um, UCSD. So he's very international. Ever since, ever since. Very international. And so which how, I love. How, I needed somebody fast. who traveled. That yeah. was definitely on my list. Yeah. The international aspect mm-hmm. was on my list. I'm sorry. So would you ask? I love it. No, I was going to say, so how fast? I know the ladies are dying to know. How fast did, did he come in after you did these, when you were doing these processes? Because it's so interesting from the, in the game of life and how to play it also she said, Florence Scovelshin says, like, dig your ditches and, and like, uh, talking about putting a chair, an armchair in, in the house for him, setting a place at the table for it, for your, you know, yes. um, man. Yeah. So, yes. So I was doing all these things and, and it was the early days of, of online dating. And I went mm-hmm. on a site that no longer exists anymore, but it's called Dharma Match. And it was all about people who are into mm-hmm. meditation and, and um, yoga. And um, mm-hmm. I, I did my whole very intentional, um, the online interview process. And I, I said a prayer over my, over my screen and I pushed go. And then I, you know what, I kind of ran. I didn't look at it for a while and this, this was probably mm-hmm. in, I don't know, October, um, because it was Christmas that when I saw my family that I really got into action, but October. And so I, I, I got home from that Christmas and I said, okay. And I had started my practices in December, um, you know, with my pillow and, <laughs> and my um, affirmations and things. And 
I was like, all right, you can't win if you don't play. And so I went online and yep. a bunch of people had contacted me and I, um, I picked out three that looked interesting and I wrote to them and I said, I don't do email. This was in the early days of emailing even. Uh, but if you want to call me, here's my number. So the one guy called and we went on a date. Well, he, Michelle, my husband, um, called, and this was on January 5th, um, and he called me right after I had emailed him, and we ended up talking. Uh, so this was right away. I just got home from Christmas, and I started really heavily doing my practices for that week in between Christmas and New Year's, and it was on the 5th of January that he called me. And um, we ended up talking for a couple of hours on the phone. He, he was living in San Diego and I was in LA and, Oh, and on my profile, I said, I didn't want to meet, I wanted to meet somebody within 10 miles of where I lived. Whoa. And thank goodness. <laughs> I know yeah. I was close. it's LA. Nobody wants to travel in LA. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get on mm-hmm. those freeways. Um, but thank goodness he put, he wanted to meet somebody within a hundred miles. And mm. literally door to door, we were 100.04 miles apart. Wow. So yeah. he was working on his manifesting as well. And thank goodness, yeah. because otherwise I would have missed him. But he, uh, he said, I'd love to come up and, and see you. It was a Thursday night. He, um, he said he wanted to come up. And I was like, from San Diego? It felt like another planet, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and he did. He he left at two o'clock on a Friday afternoon, so he wouldn't get stuck in traffic. And for our seven uh-huh. p.m. date, and um, we had an amazing. And we were talking on the beach in Venice until two in the morning. And poor guy had to drive all the way back down to San Diego. But um, our oh second date. What year was this? Up to, what year was this? This was two uh-huh. um, two thousand and six. Okay. And um, our second date he flew out I I had to be in San Francisco for work and he had an office up there so he flew up to San Francisco for our second date and he it it was like that instant like when you know and um Mm -hmm. and I you know I was 35 so I I dated a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um it was the first time that I ever felt like wow this is this is the guy and um on our second mm-hmm. date he ha- handed me this gorgeous langacholi which is this like beautiful indian dress all beaded and everything and he was like i got this in india for the woman i was supposed to be with and i was like oh my goodness <laughs> what's happening wow oh i think uh, i saw you yeah. in that dress and on your website or something or online oh did you did i see <laughs> Maybe. It? Did it did you were you wearing it? Did you wear it for your wedding or something, or did you wear it? For um, I did wear it. I wore it. Um, we kind of tried to pull in the Indian aspect, so we had like a four-day event, and um, we had a a big um, chant um, the night before the wedding, and I wore it. I wore it for that. It was it's blue. It's be- like blues and purples, really uh-huh. gorgeous. Because he's but half East we, Indian, we had, right? Half French and he, yeah half French Canadian and half Indian. And I had spent mm. a lot of time in India. Um, I was always like attracted to like the, the dark, you know, more Italian, I'm Italian. So um, mm-hmm. I was always attracted to that dark, um, dark hair, dark eyes. I had never thought I'd be with an Indian, but I'd always um, been 
loved India and I spent five weeks mm-hmm. there and I, 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 this was another manifestation because I came home with all this fabric. I just loved it. It's so colorful there, mm-hmm. the fabric. Yeah. And I came home with, I think 50 pillowcases, like just the cases. Um, and when we got married, we actually did do an Indian ceremony and I got to use all my pillows <laughs> and all my fabric oh, to use beautiful. in our ceremony. So it was like, I was calling wow. in that, Indian must have been a past life or something because I'm very attracted mm-hmm. to that Indian culture, and um, yeah, I, I manifested that with my wedding. So That's so beautiful! Oh my gosh! All right, so now you have a, a child, right? Yes, yes. So um, mm-hmm. that was uh, more manifestation work that I had to do because we, since I did get married late, we knew we wanted kids. And we started trying right away and we couldn't get pregnant and it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was, a. it took, you know, we went through like the Clomid and all that, and that was horrible. And it just mm-hmm. definitely wasn't my time to do it that way. And finally I, I used to host these beautiful goddess circles at my house and the, all the women came over and did a healing ceremony on my belly. It was very, you know, I love rituals. So, um, yeah, it was gorgeous and, and a beautiful blessing ceremony. And it was also, um, the release when my husband said to me, he said to me, cause I said, we were talking about adoption and, I wasn't quite there. And I said, well, I know I I feel like a horrible person for saying this, but what if I can't love a baby as much as if it came out of me? And Mm -hmm. he said, look at how much you love your cat. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my goodness, you're so right. I love my cat like (laughs) I birthed him. Of course I could love a baby that I adopted. (laughs) So that." It just opened up. It, it made me release that that I was holding on so tightly to having to have my have to have my own baby that I was like I could totally adopt. Let's do this. And the second yeah. I released that and I had that blessing ceremony with my friends, I I think I think I got pregnant at that blessing ceremony. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> and I I was pregnant right away. And um, I had my first daughter, and then I we knew we wanted at least one more. And I was still I was still breastfeeding. Everything nine months in, we're like, well, maybe we should start trying because it took us so long the first time. And boom, immediately the first try, we got pregnant with the second one. So it was um, a lot of manifestation yeah. techniques that helped bring those those two little miracles about as well. And yeah, and that's it's a lot family. of uh, surrender. Surrender is surrender. Is, uh, the key at the end. Yeah, that's my word for 2020 is surrender. Um, oh, that's what I'm using with. That's yeah, good. One. And uh, okay, so then what? 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 I just want to touch on before we get into all this cool stuff you're doing the the brain tumor diagnosis. What happened with that? Yes. Well, so I believe that God just, you know, as we try to get more and more into our our spiritual progress god gives us awesome lessons right <laughs> to mm-hmm, keep working yeah. on this and evolving so i um i continue to ask 
to go deeper and, and I, and I get a brain tumor to practice. So, um, yeah, that was a very challenge that happened in, um, 2011 and, um, super scary. My kids were one and two. So, um, I was not prepared to leave my, my kids motherless. So that was, um, very strong to propel me out of this. (laughs) And, um, I had to really, I had kind of taken a step away from, you know, personal growth a bit because I was like, oh man, I'm good right now. I'm in a really good spot. I've got these two babies and I'm super busy and preoccupied with raising them. And I wasn't, I wasn't practicing my meditation regularly and um, I kind of lost sight of it for a bit. And so I got a good slap in the face, like get back on track. (laughs) So I really had to step up my, my meditation. I, I haven't missed a day in years and years and years because that's my number one priority now. And, um, and, these, and these practices, my, my affirmations, I had to really bring those back and, and start doing my mirror affirmation work. And I'm, I'm a huge believer in talking to yourself and, and pumping yourself up and really um, – getting in a good space anytime you start to spiral down pivoting and and changing the language that's going on inside inside your head so um my my biggest i'll just quickly get to the where my biggest transformation with the uh because there there was tons there was diet Mm -hmm. and and my ayurvedic doctor and um lots of stuff like that but i was sitting in a meditation one day and I had this major aha moment where I saw this vision of this golden nugget that was sitting, illuminating my mind. It was like sitting on my brain, illuminating my mind. It was the tumor, but it turned into this beautiful golden nugget. And I fell madly in love with this beautiful golden gift. Mm. And, um, I realized that I had been trying to, I, I had, I didn't like the tumor and I was trying to push it out. It was like this black spot on my brain that I Mm -hmm. wanted out and I was fighting it. And, um, and I realized, wait a second, this is God. This tumor is a part of me. I am Mm -hmm. God. And so this tumor is God and I love this part of me. And, um, and I just had to fall in love with it. I had to fall. I was on meds, which I was always against medication. I've always been very natural and I was fighting the meds and I was like, God, I can't wait to be done with these damn meds. And the doctor's like, you're going to be on them for the rest of your life. And I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. So, um, I had to fall in love with my meds. I had to fall in love with my tumor Mm -hmm. And um, embrace it and love it. And that was the, the key for my transformation. So I, and I learned so much from that because anytime I have anything that's blocking me or making me sad or is a, hu- a challenge, I, I have to completely pivot and turn and start to love whatever that is and embrace mm. it. And, and I, I promise you, it's like, whoo, the doors open and my whole life changed. So, and now I feel totally healed from that. 
And so what happened, did, was this a malignant brain tumor or was it a, 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 it just was, a you know, called blind? meningiomas. They believe them not to be malignant. And um, it's uh, in the center of my head. So they couldn't cut me open, which was a huge blessing. Um, yeah. Because I know a lot of people who have been and it's, uh, you know, you can mess up a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> so I yeah. had radiation brain surgery at UCLA. And um, uh, unfortunately, they did not tell me that it was, they were going to be hitting the trigeminal nerve and frying that, which is the, the main, it's a three pronged nerve in your face. And it caused trigeminal mm-hmm. neuralgia, which they call, they call that the suicide disease. They say that it's the worst mm-hmm. pain known to man, worse than childbirth. And um, mm-hmm. so for years, I was really out of it, um, trying to deal with that pain and, um, and the meds. And, um, so I, all of this, you know, the meditation and the, and the self-love practices and, um, tapping into my senses and the, the reminders and all these things that I actually used to create this, this manifestation kit because they've helped me so these different tools have helped me so much, um, is what helped get me out of that pain. And they, they told me I'd be, I'd be dealing with that for the rest of my life. And, uh, I have, so they, so they, didn't have not they, had targeted, they, they targeted it with, with radiation rather than with radiation. Uh huh. Yeah. And, yes. and, they, um, they, um you, did you get off the meds? I am a hundred percent off the meds for the last, I want to say three years now. Yep. And they wow. told me I'd be on those mm-hmm. forever. And, you know, yeah. I, I, I appreciate doctors. I appreciate Western doctors, but I also mm-hmm. caution, I don't believe everything they say because they just don't know about right. the other side. You know, the, the yeah. power of um, what's inside of us and, and our mm-hmm. God force, our source, um, is stronger than anything that's written in a book, in a medical book. So, I'm a firm believer in we create our own realities, whether it's calling wow. in the love of your life or whether it's calling in perfect yeah. health. And, um, and we're, we're all on a journey to uh, dive deeper into that for ourselves. So we get these lessons, right. whether it's, you know, it took me a long time to find my soulmate and uh, every yeah. step of the way was a beautiful lesson. So, and actually that's why we, we, um, call our company beauty everywhere because it's about seeing the beauty and the lessons in everything. Even if it's a brain tumor and it sounds horrible, it's, it's, mm-hmm. there are so many beautiful lessons that you can find in that. There's actually beauty in every situation. So that's how we got our name. Did you start, company. did you start with, uh, did you start the company with Michelle? Are you guys doing it together? Yes. Yes. He, um, um, I, that was one another thing I was manifesting. I always wanted to have a, my partner. I, I as long as it was a, a good partnership, I, it sounded awesome to have a business relationship with him too. So we yeah. did when, um, when the iPhone first came out, my husband used to create video games, but he, um, he used to create like strategic video games. Um, he was not mm-hmm. into the the violent ones. And so as the market started right. to go more in that direction, he, he wanted to get out of that. So when the iPhone came about, he was like, I know he, he's a total Apple 
freak. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he's like, I've got to be doing something with this phone. And, um, and the app, the whole app world started. Uh, and we, we mm-hmm. were in within six months of the iPhone um, being announced. And uh, so we started making, we started with um, children's apps. We had just had our first child and um, we had a connection with Dr. Seuss. So we, we uh, approached them and we started doing all the, the, the children's books for Dr. Seuss, Berenstain Bears, Little Critter, a lot of, lot of kids' books. And we, we pretty much invented the, the way book, book apps are used today. And, um, and then we approached Hay House, who's down here in um, San Diego. And we, I, you know, I'm very in touch with, I love all their authors and everything. So we did all their Oracle cards and meditations. And it was a total dream to get to, I got to um, direct Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay and um, Deepak Chopra and, um, Colette Baron reed and it's just all these amazing people that we got to work with. So we did all of the Hay House oh. apps for seven years. Such a dream. I'm a, I'm a Hay a House junkie. I love, I, I'm a Hay oh. House junkie. I listen to Hay House radio all the time. I love all those people. I, I saw your picture next to Colette Baron reed on that website, and I'm like, oh, I love her. And all the, all the authors we are amazing. Do. I'm, actually, I'm, I'm getting um, certified for coaching by, um, from Nancy Levin. So she's a Hey House oh, author Nancy. and master coach. So I know Nancy's she amazing is. in the one-year coaching program. Yeah. So that, oh, that's good. so exciting. Oh, good. say hi. I love Nancy. I love her. She's oh. a sweetheart. Yep. Yeah. Because when that, I was, was, I'd listen to her, I, I, when I listened to her on Hey House Radio and people would call into a radio show and she was just able, anything anybody would ask, she was able to, you know, had guiding. And I said, oh, my God, how can I be like Nancy? And then she opened up certification course i'm like oh i'm gonna do my best <laughs> Yay! so that's amazing yeah, Yay! so she's awesome um then so, so talk about so your yeah, manifestation so box what's that yeah. that sounds amazing so um oh i'm so excited about this i i was working on it all last year and it's a beautiful kit filled with uh, manifestation tools that can help mm-hmm. you manifest your best life. And this particular box is all about manifesting more love. So, and we mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, showcase it in February, this beautiful month of love. And it's got, um, I can kind of go through each of the products, but I wrote this journal that is, hopefully you'll be able to touch a picture or something. Cause it's so visual. It's just really pretty, but um Mm-hmm. The journal is all, it's a, a daily, it's a month long guided practice to manifest more love into your life. So there's mm-hmm. daily um, prompts and there's end of week exercises to, to do. And um, there's affirmations that you can do, a lot of mirror affirmations. It also kind of goes through my keys to manifesting, which the, your thoughts, your emotions, your grateful heart and your surrender. And um, there's coloring pages, and it's just a really mm. beautiful practice to um, to start. I've, I have a, a bunch of people right now that are doing the ch- taking the challenge, and uh, you mm-hmm. know working on this every day, and and seeing what sort of love comes up in their life. And I really believe that when you're 
working to call in a partner, that it's all about the self, self-love practices that you're doing. So, so much so that right. I, I, I did create an app called Manifest Your Soulmate. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, um, it's a daily coaching app. So I give you three little quick things to think about each day um, to coach you in, in these self-love practices to help call in that love either for yourself or, mm-hmm. or of a partner into your life every day. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I'm a big believer in self-love. So th- there's the journal and then there's also affirmational jewelry and it's oh. um, a beautiful bracelet that I made out of rose quartz, um, which is the stone of unconditional love. And um, yep. it, it says, I am love on the bracelet. There's also a, um, a matching ring to go along with it. And you can use it like as a mala if you, if you are into that mm-hmm. and you like to do a little prayer work. Um, but also, it's just a really great reminder. So I was, I was on an airplane um, a couple weeks ago and I, I was just in my head about some stuff and I started to tear up and I was getting myself, I, you know, when you get on that little like spiral down, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, got to stop this, yeah. got to stop this. And I, I had a tissue in my hand and I looked down at my hand and I, I catch a glimpse of my bracelet and it says, I am love. And I'm like, oh, it just grounded me like that's all that matters you know it's just love none of this other stuff this this monkey mind it doesn't matter it's just about love so I I appreciate it even more you know knowing okay this stuff really works you know it it really pivoted my my emotions and um, got me back on a, a path of spiraling upwards instead of downwards so so that's the jewelry then there's also um and I am love essential oil. Um, it's a blend mm. that I I created that smells delicious, and it's um 100% pure essential oil that's cold pressed, and it's a therapeutic grade, so it's a really um, high quality oil. And um, any time that you tap into your senses, like the sense of smell, um, which stimulates. Mm-hmm the areas of your limbic system, which affects your emotions and that can really invoke deep transformation. So um, I really wanted to get something that, that tapped into the sense of smell in this kit. And this is really a a beautiful blend. And, and the bracelet I made with some lava stones on the um, inside wrist so that you can put that oil on the stones and smell that throughout the day. And then I've got um, a beautiful affirmation card. The design work is gorgeous. It says, I am love on the front. And then it's got a bunch of affirmations on the back. So it's just a nice tool to put on um, your bathroom wind, uh, your bathroom mirror or um, on your car dashboard or next to your computer or something. And Mm. it's just uh, something to remind you to do your affirmations. I am love. And there's mm-hmm. a bunch of affirmations on the back that you can go through daily to um, keep, keep that loving heart open. And then there's also, um, I, I call them kindness cards and they're smaller versions um, that you can share with people. So um, you can leave them for a waiter or um, put them in your, uh, in your lunch box for your kids or, or, yeah. or give them to um, a coworker 
uh, or just leave them in random places. So it's just a beautiful reminder that to other people to spread your love and light by sharing these little kindness cards. And then finally, I created an app that has, um, it's called um, Manifesting Meditations, and they're all different meditations on manifesting different um, things into your life. And one of them is about calling in more love into your life. So so that's the kit. And it's really pretty and comes in a reusable box that is gorgeous that I hope people will share with others because it's too pretty to throw and, out. And you say that. <laughs> are you hand making every uh, and you hand make every box yourself? Every kit? Um I I put it all together. So I um mm-hmm. I I'm the um one who designed everything. I didn't necessarily mm-hmm. like hand bead the bracelets or anything, but um Right. My I ha- I have my little team here, my my two girls, <laughs> my daughters, uh-huh. um, help me help yeah. me actually put the, all the boxes together. They're they're great little helpers, and um, and we mm. do our our Reiki over them, so they're all infused with Reiki yep. energy and lots of love, and um, mm. we send them off with prayers to the mail, deliver them. So oh. yeah, there's a lot of Beautiful. love in these boxes for sure. For sure, for sure. Where can people get the boxes, the kits, Karen? Uh, they can get them Where at beautyeverywhere.com. Beautyeverywhere.com mm-hmm. is um, our website, and it's at the top of the page there. Um, I, I will give you the, the bit.ly to just link directly to the mm-hmm. box if, if um, there's a place where people okay. can click. And, um, yeah. yeah, easy easy to order, and we'll send it with love from San Diego. <laughs> awesome, and then and then your apps are all on um, the i the iPhone. The you can just go to to the App Store, right, and get all the get any of yep, the apps you can, that you've got. All uh-huh. the apps are also on BeautyEverywhere.com. Um, my three apps are I Am Bliss, which is a mirror affirmation app. You you look at yourself okay. on the screen, and um, it prompts mm. you with all different affirmations. So it's a great tool to practice your affirmations. The, uh, the Manifest Your Soulmate app, which I already discussed, is the, the daily coaching app mm-hmm. to help you bring love into your life. And then the Manifesting Meditations are these meditations. We also do, um, we've, we do Colette Baron reeds apps. We do Yama Van Zandt, um, Alana Fairchild. We do a lot of oracle mm-hmm. cards, a lot of meditations, um, a lot of personal coaching apps. So they're all mm-hmm. on our website at beautyeverywhere.com. Awesome. So. Beautyeverywhere.com. I love it. All right. Beautyeverywhere.com. Yeah. Well, Karen, this has been such an amazing conversation. Do you have any last parting words for people that are looking for their soulmate? Looking for love. I, I, I just encourage you to open your heart and to surround yourself in a bubble of love and light and know that you have so much to give others and, and just focus on spreading that love and light because boy, when you put it out there, you will attract it like a magnet. So go out and just love, shine your light, shine your light bright. Shine it bright, baby. All right. Shine it bright. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank and you, you guys, so much. Go to my, you're welcome. And everybody, go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com, and get your free self-love guided meditation. And if you're loving this podcast, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. And I love all of you and appreciate you. And much love, love everybody. Happy month of love. Uh, 
Bye. Bye, Karen. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.